You gotta eat it before it melts. It's not me, it's God talking. Three, three hot dogs and an ice cream sandwich? That's <clears> really. I don't even know how you did that. I would have had a cheeseburger too, but that's wow. right for sure. Man. Uh, I'm impressed. Got bulk up. Hey, dude, I ate hearty over the weekend in Baltimore. Uh, so much fish and crab meat <laughs> and stuff that you, you actually know ate. You know that's bugs, right? Of what, crabs? Yeah. Uh, how and what way? <laughs> so a, a, a cockroach and a crab or a lobster? Yeah. The meat is indistinguishable. <laughs> what do you mean? From a bug? <laughs> I'm saying if I laid out like some lo- like if I laid out like a little hunk of lobster meat and a little hunk of cockroach meat, yeah. you wouldn't know the difference. So if you're allergic to shellfish, right. you can't you can't eat cockroaches. Yes, I've heard this before actually. Kind yeah. of a disgusting Yeah. Uh well I will tell you, Mike. You, you, uh, you know, you know, like up until like the early 1900s, like up until early 1900s, <clears throat> that's what we fed prisoners. Huh. That's <laughs> not even a joke because it was just they were just it's disgusting. It You're is. I, I have to say, it's, I it's had a, a hard time with the clams or the uh, oysters. They the oysters killed me. That was especially the big beefy ones. Uh, it's all disgusting. I was tough to swallow, uh, and I got laughed at for that. And uh, also, um, we went out one night for crabs, and uh, it was just—they have the, you know, the tarp type, the like paper, uh, what is it, tablecloth, you know, and it's um, all set up so that way you could just eat the crabs and smash them on it, and. I don't, I don't, I don't know when you, I don't know when you think the last time that's I went what, well, out for That's why I'm explaining it. Yeah, I know no you idea. Know, I have no idea well, what you're talking about. Yeah. I got made fun of for not everyone. I'm at this table with everybody who live there, and they're looking at me like I'm a maniac because I have no idea how to eat this crab. Yeah, yeah no, we're from land. That's we what I said. I literally animals. said out loud, "I'm from yeah. Chicago. We eat cow." Uh, where it's just the slab of beef, they they cook it up and you eat it. I'll venture out and eat a lamb, but I, I'm not going to fish. I'll try that gyro meat. You know, yeah, what I, mean? no, I, I come from the land of gyro meat, cheeseburgers, hot dogs, pasta. Sometimes I eat a cold cut sandwich. Yeah. So, uh, it was a wild experience eating this crab, dude. I looked like a total buffoon, and here's the thing. It's all this work, and you're starving after the whole experience. You ate nothing. It's this like yeah. tiny morsel of meat. You're getting nothing out of it. Uh, and like we go out for drinks afterwards, and I'm starving. Absolutely starving. And luckily, yeah. fortunately for me, I'm with this new boyfriend of Emma's sister, uh, who's this huge guy, and... He eats massive amounts of food and Yeah, he needed protein. Exactly. Fortunately for me, he was yeah. with me on this adventure and we were both absolutely starving like three hours later. And nothing was open because it's late night Baltimore, and we go and get pizza from this place that apparently is back open. Uh not because they got shut down for COVID or anything like that. No, no, they they just had too many rats and rat poop showing up and all their stuff. So 
<laughs> well, yeah, dude, you were on the East Coast. That's yeah. just par for the That's course. That's what I'm saying. That so is don't worry, East, don't worry, folks. East this place coast. is back. It's back. It's cooking pizza, yeah. and you can stand in line and get a pizza. Uh, it's you know, it's it was delicious. We were drunk, so it was good. <laughs> I ate it. I was starving because I get ate. A, you can get a pizza, and it's minimum. It's it's at most five percent rat poop. And hey, That's at, at least there's protein in it, man. I'm sitting like I'm eating. Do you don't understand the work you got to put into for these crabs to get the meat out of these little suckers, and then uh, like. And then you're again, you're hungry. You're leaving hungry. That's what's happening. Oh, it's terrible food, dude. And it's like nine hundred dollars. It's for expensive. No food. But this is coming from you and I. We were born land dwellers. Uh, you know, when they asked me about it at dinner too, I said, "Look, in Chicago, uh, you know, it's cold. You want to, you got to beef up. You know, you know, yeah, like, you need. <laughs> you want to eat that big Italian cold. beef. You know, you want to eat that giant gyro just exploding with gyro meat. You want that giant sub that's just so salty that like all you can do is drink like three beers afterwards, and then you're a little buzzed and you can make it through the day. If it's not jam packed with meat, it better be just a giant bowl of carbs. Yes, exactly. Like, that's well, I followed all that up. I followed meat. all the meat talk, and then I'm like, and we eat some pasta. That's what. I'm like. <laughs> If there's no meat, it's got got ground beef in the sauce. That's how you make it good. Oh, so you eat vegetarian pasta? No, no, no. We put ground beef in the sauce. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) What are you nuts? You gotta have some some meat in there. Come on, man. You crazy? (laughs) Who was it, man? I'll never forget when they had that argument with Nona because they were going vegan. How do you even say that to, to a Nona? No, it was so funny. It was one of our cousins that was vegan for a while, yeah. and they were telling, they were telling Nona they don't eat meat, and she like just kept putting the pasta on her plate, and she was like, "No, no, it's just a pasta with sauce." And she was like, "No, but there's meat in the sauce." And she was like, "No, no, no, it's just a pasta with sauce." <laughs> Because there's no like meatball. The meatball is meat. Right? I, I didn't put a ball or a slam or anything. Right, yeah, yeah. No, no. Like it didn't even like it didn't even register in her brain to make right. the sauce without the meat. Like that's not even no, like that's a just possibility. The sauce. Like, no, no. The meat. You, is you have meat. meat. Why yeah, wouldn't yeah. you eat it? Yeah. Are you crazy? No, there's no meat in there. It's sauce. You want some meat? I can get you a meatball on top of that bad boy. The best part was she was like, no, you don't understand. I don't need meat. And she's like, no, no, meat? What do you mean? No, no, you don't understand. I just I just took tomato sauce. I put a quarter pound of ground beef in it. And then I made the noodles. And what are you talking about, meat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speak it. Just a quarter pound of ground beef. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you gotta love it. That reminds me of, uh, you remember Dave? Uh, his Him and his dad lived together and. Uh, they invited, yeah. I think it was, I think this is an Arpin story, but I think they invited Arpin over, who was our Indian friend growing up. He was Jade Indian, uh, like a form of uh, a section of Hindi. And his whole family were vegetarian. Uh, and so was Arpin for the most part up until, uh, you know, he met Dave. And uh, famously, <laughs> I believe he, uh, and I might be confusing the story with somebody else, but I'm just going to use Dave and Arpin as a good example for it. But uh, apparently uh, Dave's dad invited him over for dinner. And uh, I think this is when his mom was still there, actually. And uh, they ordered pepperoni pizza. And Arpin had never had meat before in his <laughs> life. 
and according to the legend, he ate almost the entire pizza. Like he ate that first, that first like grease, the grease. Oh yeah, cheese touched his tongue, and he never looked back. Fast forward ten years later, Arpin is the only meat eater in his family, and we're in high school, and he's six four and like two hundred pounds. He's just a massive human being, just a massive human being. His dad is five four, five four and one hundred ten pounds. Literally, a breeze blows the man over. And I've seen him blow across Arp, Euclid once or twice. Arp turned into a linebacker. It's unbelievable. And, and it all goes back to that that beautiful moment in time when his his mouth tasted that that sweet nitrate filled pepperoni pizza. Man, it's game over. He was he became an American on that moment. That was. No, that's the truth, dude. <laughs> Hey, his excess mass. That's There's nothing right. more American. He's cultivated than excess mass. That's right, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's uh, it's one of my favorites. But uh, I'm telling you, anybody who does the vegan thing in their life, they almost always come back. Uh, oh yeah, you that's, have to. That's a scam, by the way. Oh, I am 100 percent sure. in on that whole thing as a scam. If you want to, your body, dude, your body doesn't lie, right? Right. And, you give me whatever you want. I'll throw it on the grill. It doesn't matter what spices you put on it. Right. Uh, I'll let you put whatever you want on it. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm going to take a good steak. No spices. No seasoning. No nothing. I'm going to toss it on that grill. And just the smell. Yeah. Your body is going to go towards that steak. Yes, you're going to salivate, man. You're going to I'm getting thirsty. I'm salivating just thinking about that steak. You know, like <laughs> you guys don't 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 try to fool me with that. Oh, it's all I love bullshit. it when people are like, "Oh no, Mike, Mike, this fish is delicious." I just put this garlic butter dressing with vinegar and you're like, "Yeah, you literally did everything you could to cover up the fucking taste of the fish." Yeah, man. <laughs> That's like, dude, dude get out what of here. happened to the impossible meat craze that was sweeping the nation for about 5 minutes? Yeah, it went away with the diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> it was flushed down the drain, baby. Flushed down the drain. It was a gold mine for plumbers, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> the, pl- the, 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 the impossible part was plunging the toilet. That's what <laughs> it's actually what contributed to all the toilet paper running out during the pandemic. That's, uh, they don't want to talk. They used the pandemic as the excuse. The reality was everyone was eating these impossible burgers and shitting their pants. <laughs> it didn't taste impossible. The impossible part's when you try to clean your ass. First time you see it on the the Burger King menu, yeah. it was like a dollar. It was yeah. like a dollar more than the regular Whopper. They went like, all in, man. Oh yeah. Like, the, the next time, next time you see it, well, get two. You try the Whopper and the regular. You know, like, I don't, I don't, all right. Yeah. <laughs> next, uh, we'll give you this possible Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a free next shot time. of COVID nineteen <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> 
next time there's literally like a security guard at the drive-thru. You cannot leave until you take this impossible burger with you. <laughs> I think you guys misread the market, man. I don't think people want this burger, dude. Dude, also, know your audience. There's a reason why I'm coming for the Whopper, baby. I don't... Yeah, I'm not here, I'm not I'm not here for a healthy choice. That's right. <laughs> if I want a salad, I'm going to Whole Foods, dude. I, I'm, I'm here for... You know what I'm here for? Well, what happened to that five for five double Whopper double deal you had going on, you know? Like, I want my two for six Whoppers. That's, that's right. what that's I'm what, here for. Yeah, exactly. It's two for six dollars. I want that. Can you guys bring the two for and get rid of this impossible shit? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. When I want healthy, I don't go to the king of burgers. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm just saying? Be no, you, you are. Be yourself. Be you. You're the. You are literally the king of cheeseburgers. Okay, you're not healthy there. <laughs> so yeah, man. I feel like they dropped it. I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't frequent Burger King often enough to take a gander at their menu. But from all that I've seen commercial-wise, it doesn't seem like they're really pushing that oh, impossible <laughs> deal anymore. Like they were. They were had, they had a big blitz. It was a blitz. The best was when they tried the nuggets. And everybody was like, dude, we already thought the nuggets were fake. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it already fake? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was any chicken in that orange paste. You came out of that machine. No, guys, now it's healthy fake, you know? Uh, the healthy fake. Not the, not the bad fake. Not the pink slime. This is the green slime. All right, yeah. Now it's not just beaks and assholes. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, you're not just eating, asshole. You are also the asshole. Enjoy the impossible meat. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah, you're right, man. That fat, that fat died. Well, the whole vegan thing really plays into the soy boy phenomenon and uh, the weakening of masculinity in our society. I could definitely see some sort of link between the rise in veganism and the rise in toxic masculinity being a problem we need to eradicate from our environment. So, uh, and the fact that uh, things, products with soy or high soy concentrates, just like any and all vegan stuff that you get from the store has, uh, that's been. Uh, and I'm going to get a little Alex Jones on you here, but that's definitely been proven to cause some sort of. I guess, emasculation or, uh, you know, feminization of men. So. Yeah, I think it just messes with your hormones, you dude. Like, as a, as a, like, if you're a growing man, you need to fucking, you need some beef in you. I think all throughout you, aging you and men, you. manhood, you need to be eating some meat, exercising, swinging an axe, chopping some wood, gardening. Yeah, you're you gotta right. be out there. Everybody. Yeah. No, we, yeah. we've been uh, reduced to weak pathetic infantile uh support uh people needing support system from the government like uh we're just like um we're basically you know what we are we're the people in the goop in the matrix that haven't awoken yet and we're connected to the tubes essentially that's yeah that's, that's who it. we all are man and we're so in need of the government now to be there and regulate and safetify everything it's it's kind of sad man and uh, on top of all of that, I think that has a lot. I think it's connected to the kind of, for lack of a better word, dude, the pussification of our fucking culture. That's, that's what it is. What yeah, that's what it is. 
And uh, part of that is convincing a bunch of people uh, not to eat meat, dude. Seriously, they're really pushing the meat. Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum, they want us to fucking eat bugs, dude. And Mike, yeah, we're pretty the close eating the crab meat. The... <laughs> oh, dude, I'm telling you, that's, yeah, that's the first step. <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> now, seafood's been part of people culture for ever. But... Se- seafood, but not lobsters. Right, and, and seafood's a lot more dirty. We've... we've uh... Made the ocean a little filthy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, at least when I shit, my poop falls to the ground. I'm like, oh, I can God. smell it, but I'm not like breathing it in. Dude, those fish poop. It's like right around them, <laughs> you know? Well, you know, fish is yeah. fish, but I, they want us to eat the bugs, man. I'm telling you, they're going to make us eat them bugs. It's coming. So. And I love how fucking bitch tits Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> He fucking bought all the farmland, and then he tried to push the Impossible Burger bullshit. Hell yeah, Captain Spaghetti Arms. He loves that Impossible Meat and Bug bug food, dude. He's for it, man. That's what we all want to look like. You get the fuck (laughs) out of here, dude. Yeah, well, man, that's where we're headed here. I'm telling you. You watched Did you see any more of that economic forum in Davos that was going on? Outside of no, the clips I, we I listened to, to. and I try not to pay attention too much. I don't really care. Yeah. You don't think I it's... think you got I think you've always had people like that that I don't know. They're gonna try to run the world, but the you know, the people are gonna it's hard to control the the, the people. You know, yeah, I'm kind of thinking that we talked about <laughs> guns earlier, uh, and this weird push by the media and our politicians to immediately get gun control and reform going on. Do they? I think the message is clear to both the public and the politicians or people in power that Second Amendment, man, that is keeping us away from becoming New Zealand. Yeah, dude, nobody's buying it. Nobody fell for it with this fucking... Dude, nobody's even really talking about this shooter shit. I'm telling you, man. You guys need to find a different game plan. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? You don't think they're going to go right back at it with the same old, same old, man? Come they on. are, but dude, you're, you're walking into a fucking execution in this midterm. Oh, yeah. And oh, oh, yeah. What is, your, what is your plan for 2024? Newsome? Like, dude, you guys need to come up with something better here. Oh, hey, you need to come up with. You need to come up. You, you guys need to come up with a narrative that says you're not as crazy as everybody thinks you are, because you've become so crazy. <laughs> right. Well, you know what's funny, man. Do you know what disappeared? Lightning fast. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Do you remember that five-day firestorm? Oh, my God, the world was going to explode, dude. It was, it was over, yeah. Oh, we were all, we were Handmaid's Tale. Uh, it was all over. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, she's still having that mental breakdown that she started in front of the cameras. Is <laughs> <laughs> Cory Booker crying? I'm sure he's still crying. Somewhere out there right now, Cory Booker is still crying. He's got to be crying. <laughs> it's just so hard for a black man. With a six-figure salary, you know? Man, I, 
They dropped that one super fast. What happened? Did they have to pivot? I think they had to pivot. Yeah, again, nobody was really talking about that like they thought they would. Well, you and I, though, remember, we both agreed, Republicans, if you lean too hard on abortion, you're going you're gonna to affect the outcome of the midterms. Do you think maybe the left's hyper, super ridiculous, ultra-mega reaction, if you will, uh, <laughs> kind of actually played against them and people were like whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. Yeah, we're actually the, just going back to state rights a little bit maybe this yeah, is a because better the, thing <clears throat> dude the right played it perfect they literally just said no no tennessee wants to be tennessee let california be california and then california went out there and said uh we're gonna be a sanctuary for abortion we will fly you here and kill that baby on our dime yeah and everybody's like whoa whoa wait a minute I don't agree with that. Right. <laughs> Did you see some of the clips of the wo- women being interviewed and the other woman is asking them, are you okay with aborting or killing your child after they're born? And the woman just keeps saying, it's her choice. It's the woman's choice. It's the woman's, the woman's, choice. woman's yeah. choice. Like droning like a robot over and over. Uh, I don't even think they know what they're supporting anymore. No, they don't. That's and, the problem. They went too far. You know, like the Republicans really learn. Remember, like the Tipper Gore and like the yes. super far right. Yeah. You don't see them anymore. <laughs> right. 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 That's what the Republican learned is they kind of just they're keeping their crazies in the closet. Wow. You know. And whereas the yeah. the left is like, no, 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 Nancy Pelosi's all in on the AOC Green New Deal, and yeah, <laughs> your kid can be trans. You know, if we get your kid a good doctor, he could look like me. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, topics that we haven't had to talk in a while, trans thing too, man. Man, the the left buried that oh, sucker. They, oh, out of the it's out. What happened to the don't say gay bill, Frank? Wow, it's funny we Are, covered these losses in real time, and they happened like boom, 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 right after another. And we kept talking about like, man, how could they keep sustaining this? They they just moved to the next one. It's yeah, but they're running out. They're running out. They're running out of steam, dude. So they gotta have these Look, shootings. That's all they got left. That was, and that's why the Beto O'Rourke thing was so transparent. Yeah, that's 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 why it's so obvious. This whole thing you guys are doing with the school shooter, and the in the and you guys trying to, dude. I like one of the parents was crying, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, "It's just so sad that he him." She said something about like. Like the shooter, this was a kid. And why is he so troubled that he has to go and do this to other kids? Right? Right. Uh, they cut to uh, whoever, and he goes, and that is why we need to ban AR-15s from 18... 18- oh, my That's God, That's not what the lady dude. said. That's not at all what the lady said. Right? Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? This is the mother of a kid that died, and she can see we need to do something about this mental illness. It's mental illness. Dude, this 18-year-old kid, if he couldn't get a gun, he would have just fucking driven over these kids with a car. Uh, like, yeah. Waukesha? That's, anybody? Right? This happened. It happened. I, I mean, that's, that's what happens in these countries. The, be- the best statistic is... Uh, uh, Britain got rid of all their guns, and you know, you know what? Mass shootings, it's at an all-time low. Yeah, because they got rid of their guns. Mass stabbings are at an all-time high. <laughs> yeah. You always hear about the guy with the machete. 
The guy with the fucking machete, yeah. yeah. Seriously. And you know what happens when there's a guy with a machete in the subway? There's nobody with a gun to shoot him down. Right. So... Yeah, well, you know. The gun thing's t touchy. Uh, I don't know what the actual stats are to defend, like, let's say, the good guy with the gun theory. I don't know if it really happens as much as people want it to on the right. On the left, um, banning guns is not a good way to go. I think uh, if the left were to kind of go down... I, mean, the... I would just... Frank, man, it comes down to the simple fact. Guns have been around since the birth of this nation. Schools have been around since the birth of this nation. School shootings are a thing of the 1990s and beyond. <laughs> but why? Right? What changed? That's, you know... Well, also, where do these, gun where do these shootings typically happen in gun-free areas? Correct. Well, every school's a gun-free area, so, I mean... Oh, not... Well, not if uh, Trumpy boy wants his way. Did you see his speech? Uh, he said that he wanted to get teachers armed across America. Did you hear Tim Dillon? No, I did not. What did Tim Dillon uh, say? Tim, I love Tim, Tim Dillon. D Tim Dillon had the best answers. So, on the outside of schools, you should have pedophiles who are armed. <laughs> because who's, who's going to protect children more than the guys who want to fuck them? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tim so, Dillon, so, so, so like all these like all these like registered sex offenders, yeah. you know, just give them, give them give them guns and post them outside the schools, right? And then in every classroom, you have three teachers, right? One who has a handgun, but he's not holding it; it's just like <laughs> on him. Yeah, and he's the one at the board teaching. And okay. then you have one teacher with an assault weapon pointed at the kids in case one of them has a gun, you know, and then another one posted at the door. <laughs> it was so good. It's so funny. <laughs> the, the one pointed at the kids is, is the best. You need, you need a teacher just always armed pointing a weapon at the kids. Well, they'll learn. They'll take their notes. I tell you what, that's good. <laughs> oh, I guarantee they take their notes. And the pedophiles outside. That's great. Yeah, it's absolutely outrageous. I like it, though. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. That's why we need comedians to be president, like Zelensky. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'd vote Tim Dillon. Uh, yeah, I'd get him in there. Sounds like a good... He'd be the first gay president, so, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> first gay president <laughs> you think we'll ever have a gay president <clears throat> i think we already have but uh openly <laughs> ran runs openly maybe i don't know if that's really even i think if you had a guy that didn't run on it he just happened to be or a woman who didn't run on it you probably have better luck with a gay man winning first well, so, so John always said we'll have a gay man way before we'll have a woman. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we already had Barry Sotero. That's my point. Yeah, he was pretty close him and Michael Big Mike. Him and Big Mike, dude. They made a, and, uh, a fine couple. <laughs> <laughs> so he makes appearance again. That's right. Big, Big Mike always shows up in every episode. You got to talk about Big Mike. That's always like five beers in. You know. <laughs> I love a big... 
I love a shout out to Big Mike. Hashtag Big, Big Mike. Mike yeah. Because <laughs> there was a time before the conspiracy came out where you know y'all jerked off to her at least once or twice. <laughs> oh, no. so, so that's why now five beers in, you're like, man, is that a dude? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, I've seen the hands. <laughs> Barry Sotero. I don't know if we've had a gay president yet. Maybe Barry jokingly, but uh No, I'm not talking about a dude that like I'm sure we've had like the president that fucks dudes. You're at that level where like, you know, it's like a power thing almost, you know. Well, who's a like, don't, don't, is there a current Like don't gay tell leader? me Kennedy wasn't fucking around with like, you know. Kennedy was swinging both ways. You <laughs> I'm know? sure he was. But you know explicitly and open uh you know that's what uh, i mean like married i'm talking about like like pete boo to judge yes well here's the thing there's a weakness automatically if you're gonna take off two months at a time to breastfeed your children as a game that's man. what i'm saying no uh, it can't no it can't be po- <laughs> so, i honestly think the re- i think you'd have a better shot with like a, a gay republican winning right yeah so liz cheney <laughs> I was thinking Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, yeah. You talking about? Are you talking about Lady G? You talking about Lady G? I'm offended. You don't think a bottom could win, Frank? <laughs> oh heavens me! I do believe. I do declare. I don't know if he was a man, but those Christmas decorations were absolutely appalling. <laughs> Classic Lady G. No, no, nobody likes it. Lady G's in the uh, Mitch McConnell ca- category. People are ready to move on. So it would Hate be. Him. You know what's really funny? I think he was like a JAG officer or something. He was like. That's pretty crazy. I didn't know. Oh, no, he's actually got, like, a really good resume. You actually brought <laughs> like this up. A... Well, so most people yeah. that we despise in Congress or Senate, I mean, they get there by actually serving the public, with the exception of, yeah, I don't know, the, the current president of the United States who just did nothing and, uh, you know, rode, rode the wave all the way to, to fame and glory. Yeah. yeah, he really did nothing, huh? No. Joe Biden's That's never crazy. worked an honest day in his life. God, I got to run for something. I got to start running for like any office. That's what I always say. Go local, start local, and just climb your way to the top and schmooze it all the way. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a terrible schmoozer. Or you could do it like Kamala, you know, a little side on the side there, and then, uh, you know. (laughs) A butthole's too loose. That's, I know, it's, uh, (laughs) I don't know if those are true stories about Kamala, but, you know, she did date Tupac. Or no, not Tupac. Montel Williams. Montel. Montel Williams. The daytime Tupac. That's Is he the Tupac with no talent? Montel Williams. He's Tupac with no talent. Tupac That's incredible. No talent. I don't know how we nail that every time, dude. Montel Williams, you have been dubbed the official talentless Tupac. <laughs> You've joined the ranks. That's, that's why the FBI let you live. Welcome welcome to the shelf with John Stamos <laughs> and Beto O'Rourke. And Beto O'Rourke. Dude, the talentless. We'll call the, the, uh, the honorary shelf of talentless hacks. That's what that's. Yes. 
the almost cools. That's true. Right. Like if only you had the talent. <laughs> you see, this is what and again, you... <laughs> and again, they're way more successful than the plumber yeah. living in his grandma's hey, basement. <laughs> this is the joy of life, making fun of millionaires. Am I right? <laughs> far, far better looking, far more successful, yeah. more talented, more successful, <laughs> wealthier. Let me make fun of this guy. <laughs> you know who's a loser in my book? This successful, successful, wealthy dude. He doesn't even owe the IRS any money. What a loser! <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> well, you're on the shelf, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. It's so good. <laughs> the talentless Tupac. Montel- Dude, I can't believe she- I can't believe that she dated Montel Williams. Isn't that kind of fucking bizarre though? That video. Our vice her- president. Yeah, she- there's our like vice a- president. Was in a threesome with Montel Williams. And literally, like, there's, like, an E! Entertainment Hollywood clip of her with Montel. And not even kidding, the other talentless hack, it might have been hosted by John Stamos, now that I think about it. No! He used to do, he used to do like, the entertainment. Yeah, it's possible that... We might have gone full circle here, folks. You're witnessing greatness. It's uh, <laughs> six degrees of talentless hack shelf stardom. That's what it is. <laughs> it all goes back to John Stamos. <laughs> the, king, the king of the talentless hacks. <laughs> He's the OG. <laughs> and uh, for new listeners... Uh, John Stamos is our dubbed uh, the, the the talentless Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rob Lowe. Like so, for all of these, imagine the aliens from Space Jam <laughs> take the basketball and suck all their talent out. Like, if you did that for Rob Lowe, you'd have John Stamos. That's right. We now have almost the team. Actually, this is our Space Jam team of talentless hacks. We oh, have uh, Rob so Lowe. Uh, his powers are taken up. By uh, John Stamos. Stamos. Beto O'Rourke takes up uh, Keanu Reeves' talent. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I got talent now, bro. <laughs> they totally killed my dog, bro. <laughs> it's time for some. I'm gonna fa- pass some legislation. <laughs> Uh, uh, Beto, this is my grandma's funeral. This is not the time or place. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's totally inappropriate, bro. I know. <laughs> I'm a talentless hack of a, of a politician, bro. <laughs> Vote for Beto. <laughs> I can't. What is he running for? (laughs) What is he running? He's running. He's running. He's running running for the fact that his election uh, was stolen from him. That's what he's running for. He's he's doing the same thing as Stacey Abrams. 
It's so, it's so ridiculous that that man would run for governor that I literally forget he's running for governor of Texas. It blows my mind. He has absolutely no shot. He's the Stacey Abrams of Texas. Worse. Oh, man. Worse. It's incredible. Well, Stacey Abrams, it's amazing how the Democratic Party wants to say, oh, uh, because of voter f- uh, fraud and restrictions, this election was stolen from Stacey Abrams. But how dare you even imply the election was stolen from Trump? Even <laughs> imply it. In fact, you're banned from Twitter. You're banned you from about, saying it. Wait, it's about two years later in the same state with the same machine? <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> totally different. But my totally point, we've, different. we've talked about this before. My point is enough with the sore losers on both sides. Let's have some good sportsmanship here. All right, Stacey Frank, Abrams, are you, fr- you lost. Frank, try again. You, try again. Fr- Trump thing. Frank, are you try trying again? to tell me that this? You trying to tell me that this fat bitch nobody wants to listen to lost, <laughs> and this guy that fifty thousand people in the state showed up to listen to speak, he <laughs> lied. Yeah. He won. Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense. I, I just on. think, uh, um, if you cheated anyone, well, uh, other Props team cheat cheat better next time. And we're yeah. neither side is a stranger to cheating, and each election now kind of seems like it's just the one side cheating better than the other. I feel like we've been at that point since 2000 in the hanging Chad scenario in Florida, yeah, when come on. Uh, well, it's just a coincidence that the brother of the guy running for president uh, <laughs> is governor of the state. That we're de- how little, how quickly we forget. It goes both ways, folks. It goes both ways. <laughs> Uh, it really does. That shows you how racist. Oh, that shows you how racist the country is. See, the Cuomos didn't get away with nothing because they were Italian. <laughs> Bush has got away with it. The Cuomos, man. The Cuomos. <laughs> I see a Cuomo come back down the line. Oh no, 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 no. Cuomo sexual. Is it because uh, he killed the old people? He killed the old people, and I think people. Know that he killed the old. People. No, you can kill all the old people you want. Yeah. Like a Newsom. It comes to the uh, sexual harassment. Well, I think people. That's a hard one to come back. So from. I see a comeback for uh, who's the guy that got me tooed, but he shouldn't have on the left. Franken. Yeah, Franken. I see a Franken comeback. And I, no, no, he's. I think done. He can make. A he should have never left. He no, left. no, he's big. He's been big gone mistake. too long now. That was a terrible. The Democrats should have held. <laughs> ground and kept franken yeah dude they thought he him resigning would force trump to drop out of the race have you met the man I know. like did you watch him on tv yes. at all like do you not know who this like, I mean, talk what? about throwing shit to the wall and see what sticks that's basically what four years of all of that was and you're right that's kind of a weird connection but you could almost even argue the whole Me Too thing was a way to either get Kavanaugh out or just get Trump out or just shit to the wall and see what sticks. And this oops, what it was, oops we it... took one of our own out in the crossfire. No, I... Oh fuck! Okay, all right, part back. All right, bring it back, folks. You know, <laughs> let's let's recalibrate here and uh, <laughs> unleash COVID. <laughs> Dude, one day we gotta do a look back on the Kavanaugh. That was the fuck. Like the Kavanaugh, the Kavanaugh hearings like weren't funny until the La- Lakeisha Brown, right? Because oh, I would argue too because and- <laughs> Lakeisha Brown was like, yeah. All the news reports were like, did you see how they grilled her <laughs> right. on all of those sentencing she did? 
You guys grilled him on what boofing was. Four days of boofing, that, dude. The like, best what part the about Kavanaugh is he brought boofing into the national conversation. <laughs> <laughs> It's a golden era of politics in my book, man. Are 2017, we, we, Webster had to add boofing to the dictionary. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, so we're talking boofing now? Okay, so the P tape didn't work. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> they were questioning her on why she was lenient on sexual pedophi- pedophiles. Like, so when this man like, sucked a fart up his asshole to consume <laughs> the alcohol... Now you mentioned the butt bong. <laughs> what exactly would be the butt bong? <laughs> Did you see his anus slurp the booze, or...? This whole thing was a missed opportunity no. for the lawyer to ask, and now, ma'am, uh, does a sphincter say what? That would have been the whole... <laughs> That would have been my whole... I rest my case. Or answer the... Dude, answer the age-old philosophical (laughs) question. If you do butt bongs all night and then you throw up, is it out of your butt? (laughs) (laughs) Does it leave out the front or the bottom? Or the the bottom. Which is it? We all must know. For us non-boofers out there. Dude... Come on. Kavanaugh. It's so ridiculous. The Kavanaugh thing was retarded. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know how we went down Boof Alley, but that was a good run. I'm I'm a very big fan of that route. Congratulations (laughs) to everybody for uh, going along the ride. (laughs) You survived. The Boof train has now entered the station. You can get off. But don't relax your buttholes too soon. Give it to me, Lori Lightfoot, you total freaking maniac. No. Mayor Lightfoot, you're patting yourself on the back today for rushing through a casino that 80% of the people in the new 42nd Ward say they just don't want. Um, uh, Stop it right there. Stop it right there. I didn't tell you about this, but if I knew you were going to love it. Who is that 80% you're talking about? Oh, the people that live here? Yeah, I don't care about those people. Next. <laughs> Are you talking about, what's that, um, uh, nah, what's that word? Oh, const- constituency? <laughs> Constitu- ah, fuck them. That's a... <laughs> you're saying that this is going to, if it's ever built, that is. You, you call them constituents. I just call them the bank. <laughs> Some resulting um, conventions. But the real reason why we don't have the tourism or the conventions is because of violent crime. You Bingo. issued a violent tweet, called arms, and since then, we've had multiple instances. She, she issued a call to arms when they announced that they potentially, maybe we're going to roll back uh, Roll v. Wade. You know, a serious issue for a lesbian. Something she's super concerned about. No, yeah, super her exact quote was how it would affect the LGBTQ community. Yeah, Bill Maher joked about If you're about worried that about Roe v. Wade <laughs> affecting LGBTQ, I don't think you know what LGBTQ is. I don't think you know what an abortion is. Yeah. <laughs> According to you, maniacs, this is something a man can get, and it affects the LGBTQ community? You guys are fucking nuts. Let me, let me tell you something about this, Larry, the way this works. You show me a pregnant lesbian, I'll show you a liar. All right? 
If you want a prime example for why you've lost the suburban women for your ticket coming this fall, here it is. Okay? Oh, yeah. You're, you're announcing... You're not even talking about women when it comes to this stuff. You're talking about LGBT rights. Uh, seriously. Come on. Please. Okay? Uh, <laughs> we're not... Ugh. Ugh. All it, I gotta it, say like, disgusts is... me to my core that this is the language. It, but wait well, till all Lori's, I gotta say is Lori's the... defense is the best part about this whole thing. It's incredible. Well, this guy who's asking the question is clearly a racist and a bigot. Towards the end of sexist. the... Mike, he gets threatened to be arrested and escorted during this. Well, he should be. Oh, yeah, because... Violence. Oh, Mike, he's he's a white guy asking questions. He's <laughs> so violent. I can, I can hear the violence. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. Somebody call the police. It'll take him 45 minutes to get here, but call him. Mike, the most egregious act this man is committing right here is he's literally speaking facts <laughs> to this person. To a gay black woman, Frank. Come on. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you should never treat this gay black woman like you would a white straight man. Police. Lie to her. <laughs> Escort this maniac for speaking facts back to me. <laughs> of mob violence in downtown Chicago. We've had shootings, murders, mass shootings. You talk about Texas. Mass shooting here in the Sir, city is of Chicago. Is there a question? There is indeed. What is it? There is Let's indeed. get to it. Uh, he's actually, he's kind of shitting on you first. <laughs> he's kind of making oh, a point. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, excuse me. Let me pinch this off and... <laughs> Would you like me to pinch this turd? Okay. <laughs> Are you done? Are you done hearing about your accomplishments? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just describing your term, ma'am. Apologies. I was, I was, I was reading your resume. Uh, next. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to the question now. Okay. Let's get Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. A speech is not what you. In were fact, you went to, to Texas. Let's get to it. You went to Texas. <laughs> well, if I may ask my question, you went to Please Texas ask for a gay question. and lesbian fundraiser. Okay, I've talked to the ta to the taxpayers, the voters, the the citizens of Chicago, mostly uh, black and brown. They say that they resent that. Will you recall rescind your violent tweet to uh, call to arms? Now let, yes, let, no. it, let him let him talk. The more Will he talks, you, the more stupid he sounds. Please continue. Wow. Will you rescind oh, your wow. call to arms tweet in the light of the mass shooting in downtown Chicago? So as stupid as you think that may be. So. Let me just Thank you, Let me just do Bravo. <laughs> hey, props yeah, Chicago, Mike. Off. I give you props, man. I'm glad you guys still have some uh, men with testicles and some fortitude yeah. and a little uh, gall. And uh, hey, I'm going to stand here and actually ask a tough question. It's oh, we have refreshing. a lot of people. Refreshing. We have a lot of people here that just don't that see what's going on and they love the city and they're like, dude, you have to answer for this. You're call He's right. You're calling for arms. <laughs> Dude, there's mass shootings in your city. And you, Do something <laughs> about your fucking city. And you're not addressing the real reason no one wants to either move back like people like me, who moved away, or people who are literally just leaving in droves now because they're, they're scared of the violence and the crime and the situation you've created there. <laughs> you've ruined the city. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You've ruined it. Dude, did I tell you about Woodfield? No. Oh, my God, dude. I, I'm Sorry. not familiar with what's going on. No, we can you can probably always, finish the clip. We can always dip back in the clip. Dude, so you know how I talked about it a while ago, how I was working downtown and there was nobody there? And it was like a Friday afternoon. Right. Nobody there, right? 
Yeah, they're all in the fucking suburbs, dude. You go to Woodfield Mall, I couldn't even fucking find parking. Wow. The restaurants got lines out the door. It was fucking unbelievable, dude. There it is. They fucking fled your city. They're all, you know, you know where you can't get seats? Uh, what is it? The Laugh Factory? Or, wow. Or, no, what is it? The Improv? Yeah. You know, whatever that is at Woodfield there, that okay. comedy thing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was looking up tickets, dude. They're, they're, they're being sold out left and right. Crazy. It's like, man, happened in place. That's why you can't get on the fucking highway. It's a parking lot because everybody's going past the city. That's same here in Denver, yeah. The traffic is going to the suburbs in every direction. It used to be, wow, that's crazy. You're blowing my mind. It used to be once you got out of downtown, you were flying. Yeah. Now it is, dude, the GPS takes you through downtown to avoid the traffic on the highway. That's literally been happening to me. That's crazy. Wow, you're blowing my mind. I'm telling you, they killed the cities. White dude. flight, dude. That, and they call it white and, flight. Yes, that's exactly what it is, and that's what, and that's why you have minorities running through the downtown. Do you know the last time this happened? I believe was the '80s, correct? And then you had the yeah. epi- the crack epidemic in the late '80s, early '90s. Pretty wild. Ah, oh, it's unbelievable. And right now we got what fentanyl is the new crack, right? Is the new <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always something wiping them out in the in the city streets, man. I think that's more of a white thing, though, the fentanyl, isn't it? Probably. It gets mixed in with the Coke. Um, You know, I recently was back uh, at a bar I used to work at. Sounded like they were all out of the Coke scene there, and they were doing um, Adderall. Adderall seems to be, like, the big... The big, yeah. Well, so I was a little surprised hearing them discuss it, and... Em and I were kind of on the vibe that uh, the fentanyl scare is for real. And, uh, you know, the government's throwing the shit in there to kill people. That's what, that's what crack was. And there's no, whenever there's a drug epidemic that sweeps the culture here in America, I guarantee you this, the government and is behind it. They're letting it in. Yeah. They're letting yeah. it in. It's right? controlled. It's for, it's, there's a reason. Yeah. And so. I think people in the suburbs and in, in the upper middle class, if you will, I think they're doing the Adderall and they're they're avoiding the fentanyl, which is laced into the Coke. So that makes sense. I would, yeah, I would say actually probably Coke yeah. is being done by the poorer people, probably yeah. or or the shitty Coke. Don't get me wrong; I guarantee the very rich people can get their good stuff wherever they, you know, the clean stuff, if you will. But uh, there's mm. testing kits out there now. A lot of people are buying them and testing their stuff. Uh, you know, the Biden administration, they're really big on letting people uh, do their drugs freely and safely. Do you see that advertisement? You know, like, I know, dude. Be proud I know. or own own your dude, drug addiction. Me- <laughs> you know, how be about, proud. How about, how, about, how about we just put out the message if you need a test kit for your drugs? Pick a different drug. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. Right? But- like, I, I drink, I smoke weed. I've never had to test either one. You know, just like pick something that you don't have to test and then do that drug. I would be all for cocaine got back into the legal market like it was um a hundred years ago i wouldn't be opposed to it make it clean right yeah and then people i mean people are gonna do it they're doing it uh but then where do you draw the line man are you gonna allow heroin well i I don't know i don't know man where are we at with society they're already giving up suicide pills to people in like switzerland and sweden and shit like uh suicides coming here i guarantee it man 
uh, where they like sanction it and you can, you know, have pills or whatever. Uh, did you ever see the movie Children of Men? Yeah. Uh, one of the it's little a good movie. Yeah, it's a phenomenal movie. And very watchable. Very watchable. Watchable on the <laughs> Michaelis. And you know, throughout it, the ba- there's no babies being born anymore. Everyone's yeah. infertile. Um, and one of the underlying kind of uh, themes throughout it is the suicide drugs that they give to people. Right. And they like show Everybody the advertisements. Oh man, it's crazy. I that's one of the more eerie parts <clears throat> of that movie for me is I felt like that was the most real aspect of it. The there was the infertility part, which I think we are. Very, I think we're headed. I down think we're that headed road. there. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk. Uh, you know, uh, he's the only one kind of sounding the alarms publicly well, on how we're not well, reproducing. Not, not we, as in us, polices, but you know. That's right. Yeah, one. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Look out, world! We're taking over, baby. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you, that's a crazy scene when they're like attacking that building and they're inside. Then the baby's crying. Like right. Everybody stops fighting. Yeah. And oh. He just walks out. Wow, it's probably yeah. one of the best, one of my favorite scenes oh, in the man. movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And then as soon as they're like down the block, the fighting just starts again. Right like back. that is such a good scene. Yeah. You know, a lot of that movie was yeah. done with like single takes. And that's why there's really? so much. Yeah. Yeah. Alfonso Cura. Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw that one up, I think. But uh, the guy who directed it. Uh, he's really big on doing um, one single take, and not for the. I don't think the whole movie is one single take, but there's definitely several scenes, and I'm pretty sure that is famously one of them where it's it's essentially done in almost one take, and like there's some blood s- splattered on the screen and stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah. it kind of stays there for a little bit, and it, it it's really uh. I think that's kind of what plays into the realism of the whole movie, but that's a great movie. Yeah, well done, dude. It's a really fantastic film. Uh, Children of Men, two thousand six. Alfonso Cuaron, Cuaron, <clears throat> Mike Cuaron. You know, oh, I love it. What was it? <laughs> Cuaron. What's the rot- What's the Rotten Tomatoes on that? Uh, and uh, children. Uh, let's see here. I don't know Rotten Tomato scores. That's that's a tough call. Uh, I bet you that's like a higher. Yeah, well, I think uh, it won a lot of acclaim and praise. Oh, did I feel it? like, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Children of Men, critical acclaim, Mike. On mm. Rotten Tomatoes, what's your guess? Critics, 85. I Wow, very close. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so. What'd the audience give it? Um, let's see here. Average rating 8.10. Metacritic gave it an 84 out of 100. Feel Ooh. like that's uh pretty close, pretty close to yours. Uh that's indicating according to this universal acclaim. Uh audiences <laughs> polled at uh by cinema score gave the film an average grade of are you ready? B minus. Yeah. B minus. Mm. Mm, okay. So that's I thought that. it deserved better. I actually like the 90. I think it deserves a 92. Well, Mike, Roger Ebert of the <clears> Chicago <throat> Sun-Times gave the film four stars out of four. All right, Roger. And Roger, you know him. He's 
famous in our uh-huh. podcast for being a huge fan of my favorite actor, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> who, according to Roger Ebert, the greatest actor of all time. Roger, I could no. not agree more. Uh, it was post his uh, dementia diagnosis. <laughs> no way. Roger was with it all the way to the end, man. According to Roger Ebert on the Sun-Times article, quote, Curon f- Curon fulfills <laughs> the promise of futuristic fiction. Characters do not wear strange costumes or visit the moon, and the cities are not plastic hallucinations, but look just like today, except tired and shabby. Here is certainly a world ending not with a bang, but a whimper, and the film serves as a cautionary warning. Couldn't agree more, Roger. Just like I couldn't agree more with your assessment that the greatest actor of all time (laughs) is Nick Cage. (laughs) Never forget.